Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit, we trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. I'm talking to Sipati Dawoodi. Hey, Sipati. Good evening, Pastor How are you? I am well, and how are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, we we are talking about the challenges of single parenting, man. And um, in South Africa, I think about 60 to 65% of people have been raised by single parents, and mostly by single mothers. And this has been something that has been happening way even in the 60s. But if you check on it quite properly, you would see that this thing has started at the turn of the 19th century, when many men were taken in as laborers to migrate to the gold-rich areas and to come to places uh, where they would sit in concentration camp-like situations known as amakomponi, you know, and and eventually, uh, at the turn of the 20th century, uh, somewhere uh, be, be, uh, just before 1937, we saw what was formulated as township settlements. And there, uh, we see many men who also acquired houses uh, in these townships, the famous townships that you know, the southwestern townships, um, the Tswane townships everywhere. And uh, many men, because they had houses there, they started to acquire women here and also raise families here without ever going back to their families in the villages. And we see the sketch of this, that it started in the villages. And uh, it came, and I'm, I'm sorry, it came with the Industrial Revolution and the rhetoric of it and the spirit of the, re- the Industrial Revolution. And we see also that it permeated into a culture of a sort. There are some things that have been attached to the culture uh, with regards to men, that they can have it both ways, you know. They can have a home here in the village and a home there in the township settlements. And others were able to maneuver their ways and only appear twice to their wives at home and be found that they are spending a lot of the 10 months with the new wife uh, uh, in the townships. And even there, kids were born. Now, this has become the rhetoric that has been infiltrated into a culture that had gone on to develop up to now. Uh, uh, I'm just trying to fast track because this is not a history lesson. But, you know, uh, the thing is, Uh, the sketch of that had brought a particular culture that had attached to women the responsibility of raising kids even if the daddy does not um, come into the picture to raise the kid, you know? And and that has become quite a problem of a sort uh, because even as we speak, there's just quite a lot of people 
who who basically can lay a very valuable claim and say i've been raised by my my mother who was raised by my grandmother and my grandmother who was raised by my great grandmother uh, uh, where was your great grandfather hey great grandfather left and went to a goalie shouting never returned or uh, he used to work and only came back twice a year he was working for 20 years which means uh, the only in 20 years they've only seen him 40 times which means twice a year uh, and yeah their own father so these kids basically are not used to their own fathers boys are, are born in the, in that environment and girls are born in that environment what is happening around them even though it is not spoken to them they take it as the modus operandi the boys will do the same thing uh, to their women when they get married and the girls will react in the same way that they saw their mothers reacting you know hence you have teachings like and and proverbs like musadu tsorati bagabogale o itshwarelang ka bogale you know o itshwarelang ka bogale isn't she supposed to have her rights too so that she can do well but now when it come to parenting they've been la- left with a brunt of that and mm. i grew up in the streets and i grew up being streetwise I saw many of my friends, which means they would go on and refuse. They wouldn't even go to a paternity test. Mm-hmm. And we have single parents today. And they bear the brand. They raise boys. They raise girls. And it's so hard. Because their social life becomes closed down. Their spiritual life, a bit, a bit. It opens up a bit. But they are full of remorse, uh, anger also. Um, uh, They are hurt, you know. They feel they've been abused. They feel they've missed out. Even when kids tend not to appreciate them as they grow, things become worse for these single parents. What comes to mind? Say, Pati. Wow. Um... Sorry, I must say that the history lesson was very important in all of us to understand, <laughs> you know, lesson, where yeah. this whole thing originated from, you know, because, I mean, we're seeing the, the, the results of all of that today. Mm. And unless we change our ways, it will continue for more generations to come. And I think what is the most challenging thing about being a single parent is you know, you are expected to combine the roles of two people. Mm. So basically, as a mother, you're expected to be a father as well. Yeah. Um, you know, you're raising the children, you're running the household, you're instilling discipline, you you become a leader, you become a teacher, you become a provider, a mentor, a counselor. Mm. You know, so it, it's a long list of roles that are now squashed into one person having to carry them out. And it can be emotionally draining. Mm. And on top of that emotional drainage, you also expected to um, ensure that the children's physical needs are taken care of. You know, like you, the food they have to eat, the shelter, the clothes, the mm. school fees and all of that. So being a single parent also comes with a drop in income, if I may put it that way, especially if the parents were married and the other one moves out or there's a divorce. 
and the other one does not come to the party when it comes to financially supporting the children. So the drop in income can also contribute to a lot of stress towards the single parent. And unfortunately, um, what we fail to understand is that when we become parents, it means basically that God has entrusted us to take care of these children. Um, and also, we need to understand that there is an expectation on our children as well for them to hear the instruction of their father and to also take into consideration the law that the mother has placed in the household. So if those two people are not taking up that responsibility, it leaves a huge gap, which then translates to the social ills that we see today, where a boy child grows up angry because of the absent father or mother in mm. their life. Mm. And the anger can translate to more and more things that happen today. We see issues of drugs, we see issues of crime, etc. gender-based violence, you know, and we, we sit and wonder why we're facing what we're facing today. That is because the family structure, or whether the foundation of that has been cracked or has cracked, and now because of that instability, We've got a community or society that is not stable and that is producing the things that we see today. So it is a very strenuous responsibility to raise children on your own because that was not the intention of God when he created a family. His intention was that it should be a joint responsibility and it is a continuous responsibility. There is no, what I usually call, you know, what we see happening today is that some parents are, they parent when they want or when they, when it suits them, you know, when they feel that I can be a parent today and not be a parent tomorrow, you know, they have the freedom to do that. But what we're failing to understand is that parenting is a continuous job or responsibility because mm. you are raising someone's husband here, you are raising someone's mother here. And we need to mold them into what God has intended for them to be. We need to mold them and mentor them into the ways of the Lord. You know, Proverbs 1 verse 8 says, um, My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. Mm. So if that person is not there to give you the instruction, yeah. chances are you will be listening or hearing the instructions of outside forces that could lead our children astray. Mm, mm, absolutely. You know, one of, one of the things that uh, I have noticed, uh, I myself was raised by my grandmother, uh, and my father wasn't there, and I was raised by my grandmother until I was 11, and she couldn't mm -hmm. anymore. And then I ended up in the situation where I was, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I could see her pain, and I could see her cry for for money, for food. Mm. I could mm. see how she would go to a level and an extent of being uh, ridiculed by relatives, you know. Mm. And um, to a great extent, to become a beggar, you know, so that she could put a plate you know in front of me every day and I could imagine then I mean to me she was a mother you know I had never known my mother by then 
and so uh, the pain is there you know <clears throat> the the struggle is there and mm. that is what is so much uh, of a scourge to single parents especially in the majority it's single mothers and we have to admit to that see but you know i know sometimes we want to be gender sensitive but it's mostly mm. women that are left to become single parents you know uh, mostly it, it's women overwhelmingly overwhelmingly uh, uh, women that are left to become single parents and they they go on to even at times they don't even get married you know mm. um yeah mm. their happiness is out the door kicked out the door because there are two kids to take care of or three kids to take care of they're afraid the next man who may come in can abuse the firstborn mm. girl who is now a teenager you know uh, mm. it's so sad nevertheless when we come back let's talk about some of the moments of single parenting if you need prayer please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi. Welcome back. And of course, we trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you in a mighty way. Sipati, you know, um, moments of challenges. I have seen a woman that broke down. Um, and she is a great child of the Father. But because of the scourge of being a single woman who is a single parent after a divorce and uh, how the kids, you know, were growing and at some stage how she would lose control uh, Mm -hmm. of the other kids, you know, because they would behave in a way that she never expected. Mm -hmm. And then she would say, you know what? I cry a lot, and at times I even think of suicide, you know. Um, uh, I have seen that pain. I have seen Mm -hmm. that moment. I've seen a moment of people that I've gotten to know, even as friends, who had become single parents and Mm -hmm. who say uh, it is so devastating because the kids still love their father. And the father has left. And when they fight with her, they always threaten her about going to their father and leaving her. You know? And mm. and it is so painful. Yeah. And she basically, in all her strides, and how she had taken them, you know, 
to universities and stuff to become the most qualified kids that she could have, she mm. still gets those threats. And they break her down. I've seen also a, a man who has made a vow that he's going to raise his daughters. He will never be married again. And the loneliness that had come with that when the daughters were older and they left home, the other one went to live overseas because of school, and the other one got married. Mm. And how he was left alone, and the pain that he felt, you know? But even though mm. some tears of joy also there that the kids got grown. Mm. I've seen a lady who suffered to raise her sons, because some of the things about her sons she could not address. And there was a time she even said, I am becoming scared of them because they are becoming stronger and stronger. I can't punish them. Uh, now, the other one is drinking, he's older, he has a job and stuff. And there was a time... He just picked up the table and threw it down in, a anger, in an anger tantrum. Mm. And then she says, I'm scared one day he will strangle me. Sure. Those are the challenges. Sure. You know, um, a person who goes on to actually, I've seen another one who's doing one of the dumbest things you can ever imagine. And she says, look, now I feel I need to date. What I do, I give them money to go to the mall. I take them mm -hmm. to the mall to enjoy themselves. You know, and they enjoy themselves at the mall so that I can have some me time with my new man. The devastation of that is that they are aware of what you are doing. Uh, it's just that they won't tell you. And uh, at the same time, their respect decreases, especially now when they have to go home and you're still busy with your man. You know, when they call you, you don't respond. They become devastated. And somehow, somehow, they would see the traces that you were with someone and all that, and they will know. And they will start disrespecting. It is a situation that was never ordained by God. We should never be able to, we should never raise our kids single-handedly. And it's, of course, when someone passes away, you know. Um, uh, but it should not be when someone is there busy with another woman elsewhere and you're busy raising their kids here. See, buddy, what comes to mind? Sure. Well, um, firstly, Pastor, I want to agree with the point you made before we went um, on a break. Um, mm. You mentioned that, you know, majority of people who are raising children alone are, are women. And I want to agree with that because it has been proven, actually, there was a study that was made, and it shows that 64% of children are not living with their biological fathers. Mm, mm. And that is a, a huge number. That is a big number, and it is obviously increasing daily because we still have men who choose to abandon their children. And they will come up with a long list of excuses as to why 
they chose to walk away. And when you really assess the, the reasons, you'll find that there is nothing more than just individuals choosing to be selfish and inconsiderate and not putting the needs of the children first. Mm. You know, um, and I think also to add on to the the challenges of of parenting, um, most especially with single women, what we see is that um, we we struggle with issues of discipline or instilling discipline in our children because we live with the guilt of not being able to provide a stable family for them. So what we end up overcompensating for them for that. You know, we will see us going the extra mile to spoil our children because, you know, we feel guilty that their father is not there or you're not able to provide a stable family. And that causes a lot of problems because children who are not disciplined um, can easily fall into a lot of, um, you know, ill discipline or can fall into the wrong things. That is why we end up with a lot of children involved in bullying and all sorts of issues that we see almost on a daily basis in our youth. You know, so we use money to get rid of our children, like you said now. For me to be able to have that alone time, I will bribe them with money for them to go and enjoy themselves, or I will let certain things slide and pretend that they've been not a problem. But along the way, or in the long run, it actually does create a lot of problems because we're raising children who cannot be disciplined. When you try to discipline them, they will tell you how much you are not their mother or their father, or they will come up with all sorts of of excuses because that's how they've been raised. So we then see also teachers having to sit with this problem in our schools where we have children who will bring guns in the school, in the school premises, or children who bully others, um, or children who will fight with their teachers as if they are their peers. So it, it you know, it, it spirals into a whole lot of issues that we continue to see on a daily basis, and the root cause of all of this is because of the unstable um, family structure or an absent parent in the life of that child. And unless, you know, um, more and more men step up and play a role that they ought to play, we will continue to see what we see today. So what we need to understand is that parenting is actually a deeply emotional thing to do, where you connect so much with your children. Um, they depend wholeheartedly onto you as their parent. And when you don't do that or when you are absent in their life, what basically happens to them is that they feel rejected. And when a child feels rejected, they act it out in many ways, which we see today. Again, you know, children will do all sorts of things just to get the attention or to tell you that they they're not happy with how their lives are or they're feeling rejected and unloved simply because of the parent who has chosen to not be present in their life. Um, a parent who has chosen to not prioritize them or to love them as they ought to. So it goes back again to do we understand, you know, that we ought to put our children first. They ought to be a priority. They ought to be taken care of. And if we neglect any of those things, we are breeding um, another generation of uh, boy children who will neglect their own children. And it will go on 
from one generation to another until it gets to a point it gets to a point where where we see the issues of gender based violence and all other issues so uncontrollable not even the law will be able to 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 or whether you know um there will be no solution unless we stand up today and really do something about it yeah absolutely we really need to be standing up and doing something about it and uh, an action has to be taken by all means all right when we come back let's look at the effects therefore uh, on the challenges faced by single parents many people across south africa are being blessed and encouraged by the radio pulpit devotional magazine the word for today this publication places the gospel of jesus christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day inspiring every person from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually the booklet is given with the compliments of radio pulpit but your donation large or small will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need the word for today get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Share our passion for life on 657 AM. 657 AM. 657 medium wave i'm talking to say party tabudi here's the issue here and here's the problem and it is that much of the times as believers we find ourselves really uh in a situation uh, where we have to deal and especially in the churches today you'd see it's many women coming in with their children and men are not there and i'm not trying to be sexist and, and discriminative but in most cases, it is like that. And uh, one needs to take stock of why it is happening the way it does. The historical perspective speaks of the roots of that, that um, there is a particular norm that had been inculturated somewhat somehow. In Isizulu, they say, which means uh, some foreign elements that had come in into the current or uh, the existing culture by then. And it influenced it in a way that is different. And, and we have seen that. We have seen how uh, industrialization has brought on these kinds of things in a culture of a sort. The rise of the Shebin uh, uh, industry in the, early, in the late 40s and 50s. You know, those who know of Maravastad, Sophia Town, Eastwood, they would tell you. We heard about it. You know, our grandmothers were telling us that that was happening. And uh, in our study, we could also see how many people were clamoring to look like the Americans. And, but because of the, the, the oppression that has been there, 
uh, it has been geared in such a way. Men were never taking responsibility and they were running with it, running away with it. They were never taking responsibility for the scourge of fatherlessness and which had given rise to many, many, many scourges of single parenting. Now, in America, Spike Lee has written quite a lot and produced quite a lot in movies to try to address that. And I could tell you, as a young boy, I was looking at that and I was looking at Spike Lee because as a communicator and I studied film, I just wanted to see what his perspective was. And amongst many things, you know, uh, his perspective was to heal the aspect of fatherlessness amongst the African-American groups, you know, uh, which was a scourge. Someone would go and disappear. You know, it would be put in a movie and it would look like they disappear. They come back after 10 years. He, he's got legs that are swollen now. Something, teeth are gone and all that is sickly. And he comes back to his wife that he had dumped 15, 20 years ago. And the wife forgives him. He comes back and all those kinds of things. And how he had gone on to say that should not be the case, you know, uh, because, uh, you know, single parents and fatherlessness uh, had given rise to uh, the acquisition of that kind of instruction. And you, you, you touched on it a bit, that because they don't get the instruction, they would go and get it from uh, father figures in the streets or even friends of the same gender, you know. Uh, and, and hence the formation of gangs, you know, uh, uh, that are so, so, so vicious. And even here in South Africa, we have seen that. And we still are seeing that. And most of the people, when you ask them in gangs, they would tell you they were just raised by their mothers. And not that their mothers are weak, but that they lack the instruction that they needed to grow with, you know. Um, so it, it, this thing breeds broken societies. We breed broken adults who extend the brokenness, you know. Um, uh, even boys would go on to just do exactly as their fathers. They are angry and all those kinds of things and stuff. You know, single parenting at times uh, occurs even with the father living in the same house uh, with everyone, but the father just doesn't care. And the boy mm -hmm. takes it that, oh, okay, it looks like the father is a powerful guy and all that, and he goes and does it to someone else. Father's kids there as, an, as a teenager... And never takes care of them, you know, and doesn't care whether they eat or what. He knows that they will live and they will grow as long as they have a mother. They'll never go to sleep without a plate because he had seen that being done by his own mother. Quite sad, isn't it, buddy? Very sad. So, you know, you just reminded me of, um, <clears throat> you know, through the work that I do, mm. we, we assist a lot of these children by getting them into rehab centers. Yeah. And all other, you know, work that we assist them with. And recently, we've been dealing with a case where we discovered that there's children, both girls and boys, mm. from the age of 13, mm. who have run away from home and are living in this house in Davidson. I just won't mention the details. However, there's this gentleman that has taken them in. Mm. He feeds them drugs and sends them out to do all sorts of crimes, from break-ins, house break-ins, to, you know, um, all sorts of crimes you can possibly think of. And 
these children um, have one pattern in common. They all from single um, households, single parent households, where they either raised by a mother or they raised by a grandmother. Most of mm-hmm. them are don't even know where their fathers are. Some have never met their fathers. So I'm trying to highlight the fact that, you know, a girl child and a boy child will always have that space in their heart that needs a male figure to fulfill. When we interview some of these children who have broken out of that, they will tell you that this man takes care of us. He plays a father figure. Now, I'm talking about a man who feeds these children Mm. drugs, Mm. alcohol. Mm. He teaches them how to kill people. He teaches Mm. them how to use a gun. And the child will sit there and tell you that he takes care of me. Mm. He, he, He loves me. He's manipulating the void that is in this kid. Exactly. So Mm. it takes me back to the point that the instruction um, that a child will listen to will be of the one that he believes or she believes loves them. Mm. So when the father is absent, whoever steps in to give instruction to that child, that will be the person that the child will listen to and will believe has their interest at heart. It's mm. unfortunate that we have fathers who have let their children fall into this because they have not stepped up and taken responsibility for what is expected of them. Mm. We've got children who have died at the age of 14, 15 due to drug overdose because their fathers abandoned them from an early age. We've got children who are killing other people because they didn't have the instruction of the father. Mm. They had a father that rejected them, and they felt or they fell for whatever that was closest that looked like love. So we are doing so much injustice to our children. It is very sad. We've got children who, you know, you look at them and you see one smart child, intelligent children who are falling into these all these social ills. Some are gang members, some are into drugs, some are even selling these drugs Mm. because of an absent parent in their life. So, you know, and also um, mothers are trying their best, but it becomes very difficult to carry the financial burden, the emotional burden of raising the child on your own. This is why we find most children from single parents or who are raised by their mothers They get to a point where they feel that they need to assist their mother somehow or take off the burden. This is why you will find a child who is supposed to be a child but has has had to quickly grow up and take up responsibility because they feel they need to step up because Mm. the person who is supposed to take that role is nowhere to be found, you know? So recently we've been doing a lot of webinars to assist women in different aspects because our job also includes um, family support, and that is, you know, um, us referring them to whatever support structures that could assist them in whatever way that they can. So we've we've started hosting webinars where women can attend free of charge. We call different experts to touch on different subjects, including issues of child maintenance in our country and how it works 
what I've seen is that there is a lot of lack of knowledge. That is why we find um, ourselves in so much trouble because we don't understand what is out there to assist us in raising our children. So, you know, I, I urge also more and more churches to stand up and look out for a single mother in the church and see how you can assist that person. It doesn't have to be financially. It could be emotional support. It could be stepping in and giving, you know, um, being a father figure in the lives of those children who need fathers. It could be in many different ways. It's time that we stop turning a blind eye to the real issues that are happening in our community and step up and do something about the situations that we see our children facing on a daily basis. I always say when we talk about this that this issue affects each and every person. You could be from a perfectly perfect family, but one way or another, this affects you because when these children turn into criminals, they come and break into your home. They come and they steal from you or they do something horrible to your children. So if we continue with the mentality that it is not my business, it doesn't affect me, one way or another, there will be a time when it, when it affects you directly. So it is a godly thing for us to step in and assist those who are in need. It is a godly thing for us to stand up and say, I'm going to help that single mother carry the load in mm. any way that I am able to assist. Mm, absolutely there. And uh, when we come back, let's do the final thought on this issue. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za Or phone us during office hours. 012-334-1200 Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Coming to the final part of the matter. I trust you are well and the Father is doing you well. And I'm talking to to Sipati Tabuti and here we are. And uh, look, this topic needs a part two. I think we should take it to part two and also show what can be done. You know, and uh, you know, single parents are facing quite a lot of dilemmas. And how churches can help single parents, you know, who have difficulties. There are single parents who don't have difficulties at all, you know, who who seem to be very successful in raising their kids. Yeah, the the father still has a role that they play and all that, you know, good for them. But the bulk of the people are facing the brunt, you know, so uh, solutions need to be considered. One of the solutions that I think should be considered, it is also to lift one, every parent to lift up their hand and say, I am having a difficulty. You know, uh, the matter of saying, no, I don't want uh, their father to see that I'm having a difficulty, so I'll continue. I'll continue. I think it's pride, you know. 
um, uh, that would hit on the kids, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I don't want his help. You know, yeah, he moved out, so he shouldn't help us with anything. Or she moved out, she shouldn't help us with anything. I think it's pride. Uh, mm -hmm. Kids still need their biologicals, you know. Um, the fact of family counseling is very important that, you know, churches should handle that. Pastors don't handle that. They talk about cars and future wives and what, what. They don't talk about these things. And most of the people who are in their churches are from single parents. They don't address it, you know. Um, it needs to be addressed from the pulpits of the churches. And it needs to be spoken about. Forums must be set up. You know, single parents must talk. If you are able to have alcoholic anonymous, then you can have single parenting anonymous, uh, which would start open up platforms, massive platforms where they talk and where they offer solutions. Others have succeeded in problems that are very common uh, in every single parent. And they need to share as to how they succeeded, you know. Others have failed desperately. Others have found themselves actually... Uh, losing out to even the will to live because of being single parents. Um, they've realized how ungrateful kids can be, and they don't see uh, actually that their ungratefulness is triggered by the imbalance that is in the home. They don't see that. So we need people who can actually see that. Sipati, what do you say? I, I totally agree, Pastor. You know, something needs to be done, and something needs to be done very urgently for the sake of our children. It is quite sad that we do find mothers who, you know, out of anger, will say things like, "I don't need the father's support," or "I don't want the father's involvement in the child's life," and that is a selfish move. You know, the Word of God in Ephesians 4 says that when we are angry, we should not let anger make us sin, and we should not stay angry all day. Yes, you might have been deceived or you might have been betrayed by this person. However, there has to get to a point where you forgive them and you allow them to play a role in the lives of their children. Remember, parenting is not only about financial provision, but there ought to be um, you know, um, emotional and spiritual mentorship that happens in the life of that child, and it needs both people, um, both parents, to do that, not only the mother. So we need to be careful as mothers not to find ourselves in a position where we prevent um, the fathers of our children to be involved in the lives of their, their children. Let us not fight our wars using our children because it is the child who gets to suffer the most at the end of the day. And another thing, um, mm. you know, as single mothers, it's very important, like you said, to admit when you've, you can't handle certain things, when you are exhausted, when mm. you feel overwhelmed. There is nothing wrong with admitting that I'm, I'm heavily burdened. You know, it doesn't mm. make you look like a weak person. Instead, it allows for those who are able to come in and help to do so. And, you know, the moment we start teaching ourselves to be vulnerable, to be not okay, or to 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 agree to the fact that being not okay is okay, we cannot be heroes all the time. There will be times when certain things are just too much for us to handle. That mm -hmm. is when we need the, the, the sister in the church to hold me, 
and help me carry this this um this load. And I think the church needs to create an atmosphere or an environment that allows for single women to know that this is a place where they can run to when they are heavily burdened. However, that is not the case right now. We we find, you know, most single women are sidelined in the church. And as a result, we feel that we need to then put up a strong face that says, I've got this, I'm in control, I'm okay. But when you really look at it, you'll find that most of them are struggling financially, emotionally, and otherwise. And it needs the church to stand up and come up with programs or initiatives that will assist women in raising their children. Mm. Remember, again, I said that we might think that it doesn't affect me directly, but one way or another, along the way, it does affect all of us. They say that it takes a village to raise a child. Mm. If we could go back to that, you know, and care about your neighbor, love your neighbor, and do something about the situation that they face, you will see that we will have a better society, a better community, and even better children. Absolutely. Sipati, it's true. We need to to start working on this. We need to start working on this. And uh, we need to start making guidelines with regards to this. We will see if we can get to part two. Maybe a week after next, we can get to part two. Or, or maybe next week, we can get to part two. And, and really uh, go deeper with this issue. There's so much, you know. Uh, that is caused by this. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your availability. And uh, thank you also for your honesty. We appreciate you. Thank you, Sibati. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you for having me. How do people connect with you? Um, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sibati Tabudi. I'm also on email. My email address is Foundation.org. Ah, all right. Then we talk to Sipati Tabudi next week and uh, we touch base with her next week. Looking forward to the next segment of the show. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.